Hey, I'm Obi. This is Ed, and we are Drinking from the Garden Hose, your favorite podcast. Find us wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Apple or Spotify or, I don't know, Google. Probably has us on now, too. I mean, we're everywhere. We try to be. That's our intention. And when you find us, go ahead, subscribe, like, leave comments. Know us personally. Comment. If you get us from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, where we are, comment. We like to know what's going on so that we can have feedback. As a matter of fact, I have feedback for Ed that I got from our last show, which I have not shared with him. We'll see if we get to share that. But that's not on the agenda yet. Ed, how are you? I'm doing great, and I, I can't wait to hear the feedback. Uh, last episode was a lot of fun. We are now year two, episode two. So this is a two for two, I guess, we're going to get here today. Two, two. Um, and Obi, you know, as you know, uh, Father's Day weekend was uh, recent after we after we recorded that last episode. And uh, I was out in my backyard, and I got this. I was, you know, Father's Day, I was treating myself to kind of a day of Ed. And uh, I was going to have a fire pit. And, and lately, I don't know if it's I'm getting older, but there, there's snakes in my wood pile every freaking time I go out to get wood for my fire pit. Like in the winter, it's great. When I do a fireplace, there's no snakes when it's freezing, right? But this uh, for a fire pit in the summer, there's always snakes. And um, and I'm not talking rattlesnakes or copperheads. I'm talking garter snakes. But I, I, I'm like Indiana Jones. I hate them. So I uh, I got to go out to the fire pit. I got to go out to the woods pile. I open, you know, so I take a, a big pole. I bang it on the rack. I, you know, that supposedly snakes are sensitive ears, right? They're supposed to, they should scram. Instead, I, uh, I lift up the cover. No snakes there. Usually sometimes they're right under the cover because it's warm there. No snakes. And then I have to pull out each piece of wood. And as I'm pulling it out, I'm waiting for a snake. And sure enough, I pull a piece of wood and a snake comes out and lands like at my feet and I jump up like a little girl and uh, I filmed it all for people to see on Facebook so people can laugh at me. And I think you were one of those people, Obi. So what are your thoughts on snakes and backyard wildlife? Uh, well, I think you need to play your man card sound is what I think when it, when it comes to those snakes I've seen. Turn in that man card. Yeah, I think I got to turn in the man card. But uh, yeah, I mean, those were tiny snakes. That was a small snake, a, a non-scary snake. I'm oh, no, they're all... No, 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 no. They're all scary. By the way, here's the thing about snakes. They're never where you expect them to be. They're, they're always under something, right? Like, you lift a rock up. You lift a piece of wood. Like, you're not expecting a snake to be there. So whether it's got venomous poison or not, it, I don't know. It just scares the shit out of me. And I scream well, like a little girl. So that's... See, I saw this video. And you are right. If you don't know there's snakes in your wood, even you pull out the wood, that snake falls like, whoa, what is it? Yes. But you knew there was a good chance there was snakes in there. And so you were gingerly pulling out the wood, which I don't blame you for because even a you don't want to get bitten by it. And even if it's a gardener snake, a bite hurts. But you pulled it out, the snake fell out. It's like you were, it's like when you open up those, uh, fake peanut butter with the snake. If you know there's a snake possibility, you're like, ugh. But you were scared of the actual snake, not the surprise. Well, come on. I, it's not like I planted the snake there and I knew there was a snake. Remember, I banged it. It should have left. It should have been gone. I mean, I should have found the snake skin. 
But are you scared of like a jack in the box still? Like you know it's gonna pop, you just don't know. No, when. but I'm afraid of a snake. There's a big okay, difference. Well, a jack in a box and a snake are two different things. I'm I'm not afraid of snakes, although I do have a story where I got a momentary scare of a snake. But that's you know, like you said, I was shoveling leaves in a corner on my house, and they had all gotten blown there over time. There's a concrete corner between stairs and the house, and oh, now I saw the snake, and it was a gardener snake, and I thought it was the biggest worm I ever saw. So I tried to kill it by hitting it with the, um, with hitting it with my uh, shovel, and that's when I realized it was a snake, and I felt horrible. So I picked up the wounded snake and I tried to put him in the woods by my house and hope he survived. Did you give it mouth to mouth? No, I just threw it in the behind they, my backyard. They, in my backyard, died. there there's woods. And when I say woods, I mean like two yards wide along my backyard for maybe 10 yards across. The so 10 yards of my backyard, two yards wide, there's like I just let grow whatever wants to grow, whatever blows in there, stays in there. I don't clean it out as much as the rest of my yard. And I threw him in there and I wished him the best. My wife was freaking out. Yeah. So I, yeah. It's, so behind my yard, my house, I have the woods too. Right. And so deer are back there. I think there's freaking Fox back there. I saw a coyote ones. There's um, raccoons. I'll get into the raccoon in a little set in a second. Definitely a lot of rabbits, squirrels, uh, woodchucks, all that stuff. As long as it stays in the woods, I'm fine with it. But when it comes into my yard, I got a problem, uh, particularly with the snakes. But I got I got a good snake story to tell you, and then I want to move on to some other backyard wildlife. So my, the, so you, you know, again, it's the surprise thing. So think about this. I hate snakes, and my father, similar story, was getting rid of some debris, leaves, stuff that was in the backyard, and he was going to take it to the town dump. So what he did was he put a tarp out on the ground and then he put this stuff on top of the tarp. He wrapped the tarp up, right. And put it into the back of his car. And then he drove it to the dump, gets to the dump, takes the tarp out, dumps everything off, puts the tarp back in the car and drives home. Right. No big deal. Next day he goes out to his car. And what do you think is under his car? Like as he's starting to drive, what do you think comes out from underneath the bottom of his car seat? So he's driving. Think about this. He's driving and out from underneath the seat he's sitting on slithers a snake. Somebody better get these motherfucking snakes out of his motherfucking car. I mean, I'll be with your dad on that one. So, so I mean, I, I don't know. He won't admit to like screaming like a little bitch, but I'm sure he did. I would have. I know I, I would have crashed the damn car. I would have then burned the car just to kill it. But he uh, got it home and then he just left the car. He said he just left the car door open for like overnight and just hoped the snake. He goes, but think about this. He goes, think about going into that car the next day, even though I left the car open and sitting back in that seat and wondering what's underneath there. Right. That's that. Uh, right, there, there could be a snake out of the car and something else in the car. So yeah, yes, exactly. So let's get to the something else like raccoons. Right. So, you know, you see them in movies. They're kind of cute, whatever. They're the, but they're 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 a pain in the ass. So I used to have this raccoon who would visit my house every freaking night and knock my garbage cans over and then just eat this stuff and leak. But he, you know, they don't clean up after themselves. So every morning. So then I found this stuff on uh, 
the internet where you just like basically seal your garbage cans shut. So that bastard would still come knock over my garbage cans, but he couldn't get into anything. And I think he moved to another neighborhood. But I think for a good month, I was cleaning garbage up every day. You got it easy. Raccoons are nothing compared to squirrels. I have more squirrel stories. And let me get into some. So the first was the baby squirrel that got into my house. Into oh, my house. yeah. You don't want that shit in your house. In the house, in the pantry. And you go in the pantry, you know, so there's rustling in the pantry. And I'm like, oh, God, we have a, like, my thought was a mouse. So I'm carefully trying to, I have a bucket, like I'm going to catch whatever this is. And when I finally move it, it takes off. It's too fast for me and my athleticism. Scoots under my, out of my pantry and under my stove. I'm like, well, this isn't good. I'm going to cook the thing. It's going to stick up the house. I pull it out and there's a hole in my wall where he ran into. So we put poison in the hole and then we just sheetrocked the hole closed with him in there. When we had our kitchen redone, maybe three years later, the uh, contractor took a picture of the dead uh, squirrel bones that were in that hole. I was just going to say, you just left a a skeleton for the next homeowners, but you found it already. Yeah, yeah. Then recently we had a squirrel that got into our garage, uh, reminiscent of your father's situation. Um, And because I have squirrel problems, I have a, a... it launches tennis balls. It's actually a dog fetching gun. Like you put the, the tennis ball in it, you, you shoot it, okay. and you go, but I use that to shoot is, squirrels. And, and you and you need that because you're too lazy to throw the ball. Is that is that why I, you have this? I have, a, I have no. I cannot throw a ball accurately. Not at all. <laughs> okay. All right. The squirrels would laugh at me if I threw the ball. At I mean, them. I think you. I think you might have just lost your man card too. You probably should have admitted. To just having like uh, I don't know some like uh, tear What's gas launcher or something I don't know, but to have I, a dog fetching launcher, I, I, I'm not Luke Skywalker targeting womp wax at two hundred and two meters. No, I'm trying to throw a, a test ball at a squirrel. No, I, I'm not. That, I don't got that kind of accuracy. All and, right. Uh, so wait. So you got this launcher? And I got you- I got out my squirrel gun. Uh-huh. And the squirrel's in my garage. I open the garage door, shoot the squirrel. He runs the other way, gets deeper into my garage. So we had to leave the garage door open for 24 hours and hope he left. So, which apparently he did. And then the squirrels, unlike raccoons, they chew right through the top of the garbage cans. They don't, and then they go in the garbage cans, and then they live in the garbage cans. So when you take out the garbage, you have to kick your garbage can to see if the squirrel's in there. And know if he's in there. So when you open it up, he can jump out. Which, you know, and this is why I don't feel bad for you without the snakes. Because you know it's coming. So you're like, he's like, whoop. And you're like, okay, he jumped the right way. Kind of like Chang in uh, in the Hangover movie when he jumps out naked of the trunk. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. If he ever gets on my face, girls, I'm in deep trouble. These, I, I know that's been in a movie. I forget what movie. But there's definitely been movies with squirrels jumping in people's faces. Uh, absolutely has to be. Because... That's what it feels like it's going to happen when they get in the garbage cans, which we've finally prevented and stopped. But boy, that was rough. So I, I, you know, I have squirrels. Don't get me wrong. Squirrels are all, I got chipmunks too. They're all, but they don't get into my garbage. I, I, so I guess I, I should consider myself lucky. So yeah, go ahead. Uh, there was a reason uh, they got into our garbage off camera, but there was a particular reason why they would get into our, our garbage. 
Well, I made a mistake one time of, um, and this was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. And and uh, this is a public service announcement for people listening who have not done this. I I didn't. I we weren't putting the garbage cans back around the side of the house just because I don't know. I was too lazy to do it. So I was putting the empty garbage cans. By the way, empty garbage cans. I put them in my garage, and I figured, you know, they're empty. I'll put them in the garage, and then you know, I put the garbage in there, and then I take them out. Well, that lasted. Uh, for about a week because all of a sudden we noticed there was a lot of freaking flies in my house and i guess the just the the maggots are in the bottom of your garbage can you don't even realize it and they freaking all hatch i had i had flies in my house in my garage oh my god so i got rick obviously i got rid of the garbage cans quickly but the flies jesus it took like a month to get rid of all those bastards oh yeah they don't this, they live for 24 hours bullshit. No, they just live. They live for a while when they get in your house. You're like, that's it. You know it's the same one. Like, you, you get up first, close and personal with it. Like, you've got three uh, three dots on your left ear, but I can't hit you with a fly swatter. Well, I got, you know, I got one of those electric fly swatters. Looks like a badminton. And yes. you got a button on it. So I when you swing, you press the button. And you, it's like a bug zapper in your house. Awesome. Awesome. That is, I love that thing because, like, that's the best when they're up because once you get them on the window, they got nowhere to go. Oh yeah, you go, you go slow. Yeah, exactly. But sometimes in this particular garbage situation, I guess because they were feeding on garbage, these were like like superhuman flies, like the from the movie The Fly. Like I I swear to God, I I knocked one of these bastards out of the sky, zapped it out of the sky. He freaking lands on the ground as he should because I just knocked him out of the sky, and then he gets up and flies away. And I and it's zapped. So these guys took two, three zaps to kill him. I had to get him again and again. So I tell you, just so if he if you've never done it, if you made the mistake, you're probably not going to admit it. If you haven't done it. Never ever put your garbage cans in your garage. I got one more solution for when the eyes do get in your house. You take the bug poison. You spray it on one window, and then when you go to sleep at night. Like we used, our, we have a extra ba- bathroom downstairs. We leave that bathroom light on, and so that's where they go at night. And when they wake up, and then when the light starts coming through the window that morning, they all flock to that window, and then they kill themselves on the poison. That's my my uh, grade A solution for when you too make a similar mistake. My mistake wasn't exactly like yours, but it was close enough. So when we're getting ready for for this episode, we we're talking about the outdoors and my my uh, hatred of snakes. And I said to you just offhand that uh, you you probably actually like the outdoors. I freaking hate it. And you're like, oh, this is going to be good. So so Obi, I, obviously you're an outdoorsman. I so I hate I hate snakes, right? But I also I really just I I really not into this hiking crap. I'm not a bike rider this kayaking crap or paddle boarding you're not going to catch me do i'll i'll go lay on the beach um i will drive places um but i'm not hanging out outdoors it's just not my thing so what are the things that you like to do outdoors so i can make fun of you for doing it certainly we have road ride riding so that's your regular 10 speed bicycle i have a, a mountain bike as well uh, i do enjoy hiking um and camping, so the full the full spectrum. I enjoy fishing with other people. Yes, I usually just catch a buzz. They actually fish. Um, 
Yeah, and when we go on vacation, if you recall our vacation episode, we go to a very rustic cabin that's got like an electric stove and a fridge from the 1950s. And most of what you do there is swim in the lake. The only thing I don't like outdoors, really, um, is, and I blame uh, Will Wheaton and Stand By Me, it's like I'm afraid of a lake that's full of leeches. Like that just scares me. Well, how do you know the lake is full of leeches until you get out of it and you got leeches all over you? You don't usually, you do know because other people have already told you, like the lake I go to is, a, is not a lake with leeches in it. And, and people kind of be like, well, that lake, the, when I was in Boy Scouts and we used to go to the lake there, it was a lake that had leeches. It wasn't filled with leeches, but there would be the occasional leech um, sighting. We had a leech on a sailboat I was on once and I became useless to the uh, person who was sailing with me. It was a two-person sailboat. And there's a leech on the boat. I couldn't do anything. I just, I lost it. Yeah. I, I'm. By the way, I'm not getting in a sailboat either. Uh, so the biking, all right, I get the biking. The biking is kind of exercise. It's the same difference as running, going for a run or for a walk. So so I get that. What was the other thing you said you like to do? You like, you like the mountain to... bike? Hike? Camp? Oh, fishing. Yeah. Fishing. fishing. So. So here's the thing with fish. So beyond the fact that you just sit there all day and, and you got to be quiet, otherwise you scare the fish away, that, that shit. Let me tell you something about fishing. I, up until four years ago, up in, so I was in my mid-40s, up until I never baited a hook in my life because I was afraid to touch the bait. I was afraid to touch the worm. I, I, like, I, I just couldn't like touch a live worm and stick it i i just never i never baited a hook right so i think this is one of the reasons i never took up fishing because anytime i went i always had to have somebody bait the hook for me and then the other thing the worst thing that could ever happen to me is i actually catch a fish because then how the hell am i getting it off the hook because you got to touch it and you got to take it off so again up until a fishing trip i went on a couple years ago i never baited a hook and i never took a fish off the hook in my life and I promise you that if you were to come fishing with me, you would enjoy it. Now, that would also mean we were going with my friend John, who's a very good fisherman and has enough rods and reels pre-hooked for everybody. And when I go fishing with him, I'll cast it out, reel it in, drink a beer. Cast it out, reel it in, drink a beer. Yeah, but who baits your hook? Who, who baits your hook? He uses lures. You don't have to bait them. It's just plastic. It's all done. Okay, but do you catch anything that way? I heard that sucks. A buzz. I mean, what else about they're doing? All right. So, so the best thing about using a lure is you can fake like you're fishing. You know, you're not going to catch anything because the lure sucks. No, and then no, you don't no, have to no. worry about taking the fish off the, the off the hook. No. If you know how to fish, a lure is very effective. But if you don't. Then you'll never catch a fish with a lure, and you'll never have to touch the fish or the bait. Yeah, I'm here yeah. to help you help help you become right. a fish. So you like so you take the fish off the hook if you catch one, or you just if never I, catch one. I, I have caught a fish once or twice, and yes, I can take the fish off the hook. All right, but you so you do take it off, and you don't like I try do like take a baby or anything. Yeah, yeah, I can't do that shit. So I don't fish. So that's something else I don't do. The hiking thing. So I went. I've gone hiking in my life. Don't get me wrong, right? Uh, the last time I went hiking, it was in Vermont. It was in the fall. So you got to remember, this was in October. So it kind of sets it up a little bit. And I was uh, I was walking. It was just me and my wife. We were hiking. And we were walking. 
and I was in the front and all of a sudden I shit you not I hear like this quick rustling in the the we uh, in the leaves right next to where my foot is and again I jumped and screamed like a little girl because I thought it was a snake in October now that's pretty stupid first of all because if it was still around it wasn't gonna be moving that quick because it was chilly right but it was it was a squirrel and my wife had a really good laugh at me as I basically jumped into her arms afraid of a squirrel but I didn't know it was a squirrel I thought it was a snake so I'm that's the whole thing about hiking like you got snakes when you hike I recall going hiking uh many many years ago with a friend of mine and he got bit by a snake so yeah holy, there are snakes. holy shit you were with them when he got bit by a snake yeah yeah, yeah. what kind of snake a gardener he was we we saw it we recognized it for what it was he decided he was going to help it off the path because it was on the hiking path. And he reached down to try to grab it and, and slide it off the path. It bit him. Yeah, see, that's what you get for being stupid and trying to touch a snake. That's my that's yeah. my Yeah, we were young. I mean, it was in Boy Scouts when that happened. I mean, we were stupid. Yeah, but you know, I was never that stupid kid. I was never touch you know what? I wasn't playing with frogs either. I never caught a frog in my life. You know why? I didn't want to touch the damn thing. I oh. so you you know boys they go play they catch frogs they catch you know you know those kids that do that I never did that. I caught frogs, dragonflies. Uh, I caught fireflies. I caught, I caught lightning bugs. There, hey, there you go. It's a start. You're, you're getting. You're... And I killed mosquitoes when they land on me. That's that's the kind of the extent. So camping and, and, you're, and, and you're bad mofo when it comes to flies. So. Well, that's only because I have electronic devices to do that, right? I can I can electrocute them. So yeah. camping, I used to camp a lot when I was younger. My parents would take me camping because apparently that's what we could afford. We even had a trailer. And if, as a kid, it was great, right? As an adult, I'm like, I, this camping thing, I, I just don't get the minimalism. But, you know, I get into this parent-child, father-daughter program, and there was a camp out. And uh, the dads are like, come on, it's really easy. The, the, you know, a tent, I don't own a tent. Well, tents are only 80 bucks at Dick's. You know, go get, a, go get a tent and we'll have everything else there. So I go, I buy a tent. While I'm buying the tent, I see like this. I'm thinking, well, I'm old now. The ground might be hard. So I buy one of these foam, you know, the foam is like a half inch thick rolls. And I'm like, oh, that'll be good. I'll sleep on that. I get that and I get a sleeping bag. And me and my daughter go, we set the tent up. No problem. I put my roll out there. As I'm doing it, all these guys, I went, I went with a bunch of guys from New Canaan, so they're all freaking loaded. They're all blowing up their air mattresses. And uh, and I'm like, you guys go with air mattresses? They're like, yeah, what, what you got? And I showed them my foam roll. They're like, oh, you're going to be you're gonna be hurting in the morning. And uh, sure enough, I hurt in places that I didn't know I had. I was felt like I was the princess in the pea, you know? And um, so I did go get a battery-operated pump and a double-wide uh, mattress, and that's what I used the next three years that I went camping. How about you, Obi? You uh, sleep on the ground, cowboy style, or are you a uh, uh, air I, mattress? I, so true camping, I have not done in quite a while. Before I was a, a full mattress, but I was much younger man. Um, I have since rebought stuff to go camping because it was my plan to try to do a few days on the Appalachian Trail that has not come to fruition yet, and I haven't even gotten camping yet on that plan. I still have my tent, though, from when I was younger, a great, great tent. But yeah, when I was just 
uh, mid twenties, early, no, not to the early thirties, mid twenties to late twenties for about five, six years. Camping was an every other weekend sort of thing that me and uh, the fellas did. So lots of camping, foam mattress, good sleeping bag. I had a really old backpack, which I've since replaced. It was, a, it was fun, but foam mattress, yeah, but younger, much, much younger than you. So you're telling me that you have a plan to hike the Appalachian Trail? My brother and I were planning on doing that, uh, but uh, he hurt his leg, and we have not rebrought the plan, hoping that he will uh, go to the doctor and get it fixed. And this is a message directly to him, because I know he listens to the show. Get your leg fixed. So you can, so you can go again. So you can- so you can go hiking on the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. Obi, let me ask you a question. Do you ever see that movie, The Deliverance? I have seen The Deliverance, yes. So you've seen The, the Deliverance, what? and you and you still think it's a good idea to hike the Appalachian Trail with just you and your brother. I'm not going canoeing. So do you, you think that was the operative thing that happened in Deliverance that had to do because of the canoe? That's You think that Ned Beatty was treated that way because of a canoe? No, but it's you know how I'll look at it. Also, that wasn't I, the Apple that wasn't the Appalachian Trail, I don't believe. Um well, it doesn't really matter. The fact of the matter is it had nothing to do with the canoe and it had everything to do with the hicks that lived in those mountains that they were near. So I am never going on the Appalachian Trail. I saw the deliverance, and I know for a lot of you listening, that movie came out in 1972, 50 years old. But the stuff that happened in that movie could still happen today. Uh, no, they have better guns. <laughs> and and maybe you wouldn't have to squeal like a pig. You would be like a horse or something. A more yeah, manly, maybe, right. but it says, a more yeah, manly that, animal. So you maybe. still want to go on the Appalachian Trail. That, I mean, this is real. This is like a bucket list thing for you. Yes. Yes. Really. Uh, that that is one of the uh, the things on the list. Yes. All right. So sure. let me ask you a question. So obviously you're not going to be in a canoe, so you don't got to worry about uh, Billy and his uh, tooth tooth friend. But let me ask you your strategy. So you're not going to have to worry about that. But what's your strategy if you come across a bear? A machete. A machete. So you're going to bring a machete with you. All right. Have a machete. Absolutely. Okay. And you think. You're all of a sudden uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi that you're going to take out a bear with a machete? Um, I think if I if push comes to shove, I'll I'll stand a shot. You know, I, I do I do take uh, martial arts that uses a sword, so I'll have a shot. I my my hope is I will not have a to run to use the machete. I will put my food up high when I sleep at night, as you're supposed to. And uh, I will hope for the best. I'm not particularly worried about running into a bear, though. Like, if I see a bear, the first thing I'm going to do is not move. So you take martial arts behind the local CVS, and you think that is going to keep you in a fight with a bear? No, no, no. Not in a fist fight. I take Kundo, where we use a sword, a cutting sword. Okay. That is the only reason. No, I'm not going to fight a bear with my bare hands. Not going to happen. But you think you're going to do a sword? I think this is a better strategy. You just told me the guy you're going with has a hurt leg. The real strategy when you run into a bear is that you don't have to outrun the bear. You just have to outrun the person you're with. 
So I'm not understanding why he needs to get his leg fixed. I think you have your bear strategy already in place. I will be honest. If he fixes his leg, he can probably outrun me. So that's the other. That's that's the the other reason. Yeah, but that's the other reason. So here's, yeah, you got to go somebody slow. Or as another expert told me, you bring a pocket knife with you. To stab stab him while I run? You got to stab the guy in the leg that you're with. Yeah. Not to stab the bear, obviously. Only you think you're going to, like, so the machete will work too. But instead, you think the machete is going to go on the bear. All right. So what you're saying is hack on his hack on his Achilles with the machete and go peace, brother. I, I think you got a better shot doing that than trying to go mano a mano with the bear. I mean, I'm gonna say he's gonna have some feedback for me after he hears this I, show. Listen, I'm just saying, if you want to survive, you got better chances of leaving your buddy behind, who happens to be your brother, than trying to take on the bear. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. I respect that. I respect that. Also, but there's bear spray, from what I understand. Uh, what, what do you think? What do you think? It's like mace for the bear? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like you know, things broke down before we got to the nitty gritty of bears. I'm. I, I'm well, I'm, I think you need to figure that out before you go hiking. I'm telling you. Do, do I look like I'm afraid of bears? I mean, you no one should else can be. See that. I got bears behind me. Okay, just because you get turned on by them doesn't mean you should be hiking with them. I mean, come on. I, I don't know, Obi. I I think your plan is fla- uh, is uh is flawed, and I think you need. Good thing his leg isn't fixed because I think you have to work on. It. We didn't even get into the snakes that are on the Appalachian Trail because I think they have rattlesnakes on the title of the Appalachian Trail. If you start and- further south, but I think where I'm going, it's going to be okay. The plan copperheads. Is we have more- copperheads. We have a more northern uh- copperheads. Yeah, you're you better right. watch there, out. There are, there are legit dangers. People do die doing this. Yes. Not yes. as many as die driving a car, but there are people who die. And I'm and not I, even I, talking about getting lost. I mean, hopefully you know how to read a compass. I do. I do. Right. Quite, right. quite a good Boy Scout. And like I said, right. we we did hot. A lot of the hiking and camping I did do was on a, the Appalachian Trail, but it was on a very small, it was the same leg of it almost every time. So it's not like it was. Yeah. Matter of fact, we took Beaker up there once. <laughs> and if you've seen and if you've seen him lately, he looks like the guy you gotta watch out for. <laughs> Just saying. If, if you hear listening. if you hear if you hear banjos and see that guy coming your way, <laughs> now you need the machete, my friend. Uh, all right. If, if Beaker's listening, that that was RK, not me. All right, Obi. What else you got? So we we covered the outdoors. We're probably short on time, but I is your feedback? Can you can you fit your feedback so, in, or do we have to wait till next episode? No, let, let's 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 sneak the feedback in because you you've already told me to kill my brother. The feedback's coming from him, so you might as well hear it here uh, first. <laughs> so my brother, who is also, um, for the sake of this conversation, a girl dad. Uh, feels that you were too old-fashioned in the last episode about what you would do when you meet the um, father of the significant other. And he, he thinks you're an old-fashioned oldie, and maybe you're not quite a boomer, or maybe you're not quite a, uh, a Gen Xer, but you might be needing to reclassify yourself as a boomer. 
All right, so I was I was buying into everything he said right up until that last part. You lost me with the boomer shit. I I'm I I would agree. I'm old fashioned, and uh, might have been a little over the top. I I I I'm not even gonna get upset about that. But when you try to you know use fighting words by saying I'm not a Gen Xer, well then I got a problem with that. So maybe, uh, well, maybe my maybe, maybe my advice. Maybe that part wasn't him. Maybe that was just my interpretation of it. Oh, okay, good. Let's 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 be straight with that. But yeah, of course I'm old fashioned. I'm old and, and cranky. <laughs> cranky old man in training. Oh, by the way, by the way, I'll just throw this out there as we're as we're closing, and this as a bonus for the people who've stayed this whole episode, is I did find out this week that my twelve year old daughter. Got a boyfriend. She went to a sleepover with her friends, and her and two other friends decided to get boyfriends that night. So she got a boyfriend and then dumped him three days later because she didn't have feelings for him. <laughs> and I found out about it after, like, like three days after she dumped him. And not only did I find out three days after she dumped him, I found out that my wife knew the whole time. Um like knew immediately so she knew when my daughter had the boyfriend i put that in air quotes before she broke up i found out three days later so what i'm finding out as a girl dad is girl moms keep secrets from girl dads oh boy dads not so much <laughs> but yeah there's definitely some secrets going on in this house but she did dump the guy she didn't have feelings for him she says, I think I broke his heart. He told me I was pretty. I said, you keep it that way, girl. Well, I'm glad to know she's taking control of her situation. No feelings, no need for that man. I'll back her on that play. So good for her on that. He never needs a man, trust me, because then I have to be old-fashioned when I finally meet his family. <laughs> and that that will cause some stress. Hopefully this episode didn't cause you any stress. That said, I'm Obi. We are drinking from the garden hose. Find us, like I said, wherever you find your podcast. Leave us a note. Take care, everybody. Bye.